We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of Drinks with Binks, we're recording this the afternoon of November 4th, the day after the election, yet we still do not know at this time who the next president of the United States is. There's lots of anxiety, there's little sleep, but the show must go on. And who better to welcome on to discuss this and a whole lot more than NFL player and newly published author Sam Acho. We discuss ideas for fixing the racial divide in America, what emotions are really like in an NFL locker room and how he feels about Antonio Brown signing with his former team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Welcome on into Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks. Now we're shooting this show on Wednesday, November 4th in the afternoon, meaning that last night we were watching the election, trying to figure out who is going to be the next president of the United States. And currently at this moment, we do not know who the next president is going to be. We do not know if we will know this today, tomorrow, or sometime during this week. It has been a long night a lot of us are very tired from staying up and watching, and it's been a long year. There's been there's been a lot of different things that we've had to deal with, but the show must go on because we still have a job to do and still have to get paid and pay bills. And there's so many things that we are going to get to in today's episode, and I'm very excited to welcome in a man of many talents. He's played in the NFL for the Buccaneers, the Cardinals, the Bears. He's in his second term as NFLPA vice president. He has his MBA, is fluent in three different languages, and is a newly published author of the book, Let the World world see you how to be real in a world full of fakes i'm very excited to welcome in sam ancho sam how are you doing today i'm great julie how are you um i'm i'm a little tired uh I'm, <laughs> thank you you know no one ever asked me how i'm doing it i'm it's a very long-winded answer i would say but uh yeah i think today's a Today's a little bit of a weird one because I think the whole world is sort of just, uh, and by world, I mean the United States pretty much is on edge just trying to figure out, you know, what is our future at this point? Like, what's what's sort of the last 24 hours been like for you? What have the, the text conversations with your, your friends and family been like? Yeah, it's been interesting because, like you said, nobody knows. We don't know what who our next pre- president's going to be at the moment. We don't know what the future holds. So the last 24 hours for me has been, I mean, definitely there's been a little bit of anxiety, right? What's going to happen and who's going to win and all these things. And so um, it's an interesting time 
in in america and the world but but um like you said the show must go on (laughs) yeah no and there's a lot of things we can get to and i know that we all try hard not to be divisive but at the same time our country is very divided right now and i'm a canadian i don't know if you know that you wouldn't know that you have just met me just five minutes ago (laughs) um but yeah i'm a canadian here and so a lot of my friends and family have just been kind of surprised really that um that it has been this close just based on what we've seen this year in the country you know we've seen we've been going through a pandemic that has over 220,000 people dead. We have seen uh, immense racial divisions. It's almost kind of makes me sad about what people are okay with um, as like a baseline. I don't know. How do you feel? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely been, even when it comes to to the pandemic, to race relations, to just the divisiveness, everything going on in America, it's like, it's just there is definitely this feeling of sadness or frustration or just like, man, where's the hope, you know, where is the hope that, mm-hmm. that, that it, I feel like a lot of people are waiting for. And often in, in our reality with an election, people hope in presidents, but presidents aren't going to, you know, oftentimes they don't change much, right. You could make a promise for change, but I think a lot of us are saying, man, when is it, you know, this has been a tough year and, and hopefully just hopefully things will start getting better. Right. And I definitely want to get to your book and everything that you've been up to, but just on that same topic, we talk about sort of the race relations in the United States and your brother, Emmanuel Ajo, he he is sort of uh, really taken the spotlight in his in his series, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. And what is sort of, you know, from your perspective, what have you thought about what he's done? And and would you ever sort of have these kinds of conversations? Yeah, it's been great to see what he's done during this time with the Uncomfortable Conversations. And I think it's been huge, right? Bringing people to the table of different races, different religions and saying, hey, let's have a conversation and a comfortable conversation. One of the cool things I've been able to do specifically since I've been in Chicago is bring people to the table to help address some of the you look at systemic racism and and some of the different biases we see. I got some friends, some uh, pro athletes and together in Chicago. We raised some money. And we we saw a place in the on the west side that was a food desert. So there was two grocery stores and 17 liquor stores. And we bought up a, a liquor store and turned it into a food mart. So that was like our way of, of saying, hey, this is one way to address some of these injustices, right? You see so much going on. You ask yourself, what can I do? And so Emmanuel has been awesome with the uncomfortable conversations. For me, it's been going in the community and seeing and doing and talking and listening and and, and, and working and also obviously with the book as well, trying to bring hope and encouragement to people who, who need it. Yeah. And speaking of your book on that topic, you know, you mentioned within it, like, uh, let's track back to when when Colin Kaepernick uh, kneeled and, it, you know, it, against criminal injustice. And you had those conversations with the Bears front office because you guys were trying to figure out, like, well, what are we going to do to to also sort of understand that this is an issue and support Colin, but also we're trying to, a very difficult time, it seemingly was. When you look back on that time to now, like how different do you feel sort of either your response to what went on is or sort of like the world around us has been? Yeah, I think the world around us, it seems like the, the world's paradigm has shifted from this idea that taking a knee is prohibited and protesting during the anthem is this thing that you can't do four years ago well fast forward four years later it seems like everyone is now taking knees and protesting right so the paradigm has shifted in the world from the world point of view personally i think a lot of my 
mindset is, as has remained the same back in 2016 when I was on the Bears and I you know, played for the Bears for four years, but that was one of the years I played for the team. And, and I remember the president and maybe still the president in a couple of days, maybe not right, but he made some comments that, that were, you know, seemingly inflammatory towards NFL players saying those, you know, if you're taking these, you should be fired and all these comments that got a lot of players up in arms. And so I remember having a conversation with the general manager, with the head coach, with the chairman of the Chicago Bears and with the team saying, what are we going to do? And at that moment, we decided to lock arms. But for me, we said, let's let's lock arms. Let's take a knee, whatever you want to do. But let's actually go and also work in the community. And so back then we were working in the community. And even now we're working in the community to try and change some of these to try and right some of the wrongs and even just see some things that are that are not just and try and address them. Right. And in the in the book, too, you talk about how you you know, you took I think it was George McCaskey right out with you and you guys went you went to prisons and you went to different areas of town and sort of, you know, a perspective that he can't possibly have. And also for, you know, you you haven't been in those situations, but being able to sort of all of us from different backgrounds understand that there is this huge issue in America that has been so entrenched and ingrained in just like what our society is and trying to figure out like how to right the wrong, as you mentioned. And I think that that was very important in the book for people to kind of see that bridging of like two different backgrounds. Absolutely. I think so. George McCaskey is the chairman of the Chicago Bears. He, his mom, Virginia McCaskey, is the owner of the Chicago Bears. His granddad, George Hallis, was one of the founders of the NFL. So this guy has football in his blood in a lot of ways. And I'm, I played nine years in the NFL, right? Four with the Bears, Walter NFL, Walter Pitt Man of the Year nominee two times. And, and, and so player perspective, owner perspective, uh, black perspective, white perspective, oftentimes we just, it seems like we're on different sides. But when you actually get together, you realize you have a lot more in common than you think. So what George and I decided to do after we decided as a team to lock arms and go in the community and do the things that we did, we decided to take a field trip, put it that way, right? We, we took a, we did a police ride along on, in, on the south side of Chicago. They called it District 7 Inglewood to go with police officers and see what they go through on a daily basis. And we, we took a, a trip to a prison. We went to, and I talked about all this in the book, went to the Louisiana State Penitentiary, the largest maximum security mm-hmm. prison in the world, to get an idea of what it's like on the inside of prison walls. We also went to a, a concert, a rap concert with this rapper named Lecrae, who t- who's very socially conscious and talks a lot about these issues. And so we decided to actually get close to some of these issues that a lot of people maybe talk about or maybe tweet about, but may not actually know about. And so, yes, George mm-hmm. learned a ton, but I also learned learned a ton during that time. I learned about how the criminal justice system in America is really broken in a lot of ways, broken and backwards in a lot of ways, right? People talk about for-profit prisons and people are making massive amounts of money by putting people in jail, right? It's it's not right. I learned about the struggles that some police officers go through, right? Even just a couple months ago, I was sitting down with some police officers and some some youth in the community and some pro athletes and and we sat down in listening circles and said, hey, let's just talk, right? Let's have a a conversation. And what I heard from some of the officers was, man, my job is to protect and serve it's my, my, as a police officer, that's our job. But he said, oftentimes we forget the serve part, forget the serve part. And so for me, getting closer to some of these issues has, has been integral in not only my growth and even George McCaskey, the chairman of the team's growth, but also I think the growth of society, the more that we open ourselves up to people who don't look like us, think like us, act like us, the, the better off we'll mm-hmm. be. 
Definitely. And then writing about it and hopefully other people seeing that perspective and maybe questioning their own and seeing what else they can do to sort of um, elicit change in a world that definitely needs it. And before we go to break, uh, we are, what are we drinking here today? We got into some, t- so I got some a, good I, topics. I got a water, here. man. I got yes. a, I'm still training. I'm still training, staying, uh, trying to stay in shape. So I got the water going on. Same. Good. We got some H2O here. Um, we will, we'll, we'll take a little sip. Mm. We'll hydrate. And then also, um, Sam, I would like to toast to you on your new book. Congratulations. Absolutely. It is a, it's a, it's a huge feat to be able to write a book. You see it in Barnes and Noble, as you mentioned, and you tweeted about, and, uh, it's got to feel pretty, pretty good right now for you. Yeah, it was special. It was special for me to not only to write that book, but to get the message out. And then also to see it, like it's available anywhere books are sold, right? Starting this, this podcast is coming out on Friday, on, on Monday or Tuesday of next week, it's going to be in every single Target store in wow. the United States, right? 1800 stores, right? It's on Amazon. It's anywhere you get your books. And so anybody who wants to learn more, thank you, Julie, for the toast, but go to sammachobook.com, go to Target, go to Barnes and Noble, go to Amazon, put in, put in, let the world see you. But I couldn't be more excited because it's just like when you, when you put your heart and soul into something and you see it actually come to life, there's few words that really just that can describe it. Yeah, it's pretty emotional, I can imagine. Well, we're going to talk a lot about your book and a whole lot more when we come back after this quick time out on Drinks with Things. We've got Sam Macho here. Don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Christina Root, and I'm the host of Catalina Star's Young and Famous podcast, where I interview the young and famous Latinx stars that you know and love. I'm nine years old, and I interview stars from your favorite Netflix show, Disney show, and favorite movie. I ask young and famous Latinxers how they made their dreams come true. Listen to Catalina Stars every week to get motivated, inspired, and happy with me. Christina, the youngest Latinx journalist and podcaster. Listen to Catalina Stars, Young and Famous with Christina Aru on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? This is Jerome Baker, Miami Dolphins linebacker. Um, I spent my bye week with Drink With Binks. It was water, but uh, you never know. You never know what was in it, but uh, let's just say it was water. Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. We've got Sam Acho here, NFL player and author of the book, Let the World See You. And Sam, in this book, you you talked so much about metaphorically taking off the mask and really being yourself. What excites you most about what people can read about you? What gives me the most hope about this book, about people getting this book, is that you know, people might hear it and say, oh, it's, he's an NFL player, so it's a football book. It's not a football book uh, by any stretch of the imagination. I, I, but what excites me most is that I think and I hope and I pray that when people pick up this book and read it or listen to the audio book or any way they digest it, I, I just hope that their life would be changed by the book. For me, writing this book, it was like my heart on the page. Like It, it was like therapy for me in a lot of ways, talking about emotions and hiding and the figurative masks that we wear and 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 we wear them all the time and so my hope is that anybody i believe anybody picks up this book i think they'll understand better better how to deal with their with their fear anxiety 
sadness, anger, like we talked about. They'll get a better understanding, get a feel, better feel for that. But also my hope and prayer is that it'll give them hope. I don't want them to have hope that there is a better way, right? We don't have to stay down in the dumps. We can find a new way. We can let the world see us. We can be authentic and be real and talk about times when we are sad or angry or confused or, or afraid. And, and also times where we're happy and excited and things that make us really, um, you know, bring us a lot of joy. And so I think that anybody who reads this book will, will be able to get a better grasp of their emotions. I'm sure so many people out there, too, have so many different layers of masks that they wear, especially with social media and the persona that we want other people to see us as and then the one that we have. And I think sometimes people struggle with even understanding what mask they're wearing because sometimes they don't even know who they are themselves. And I found it interesting in your book when when you discussed you know, a locker room has a lot of different types of people in it. We spoke with Damian Woody about that, too. Just the, the diversity in beliefs and backgrounds and how everyone approaches different situations. You talk about moments where you, you know, crying in front of your teammates, crying in front of your coaches. It, it, how what do we on the outside not understand about what the type of toxic masculinity there is within a, a locker room that's sort of like very prevalent amongst like sports. You would think that NFL locker rooms or even businesses or organizations or bars, wherever you're at, you would think that these places, you think it's impossible to hide, right? I'm, I'm around these guys every day, whether it's work, whether it's whatever, but it is so easy to put on these masks of, you talk about it, whether it's masculinity, right? I've got it all together. I'm, a, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the man. I'm, I got all the answers, right? Or the mask of uh, popularity is not the right word, but the mask like, yeah, I'm the fame. Like I, I, this fame and I got it and I'm wearing it and I'm, this is me. And a lot of us are trying to deal with, whether you're in, in sports or in business or even at home, right? The mask that whether you're a mom, you gotta be a mom and say, well, you know, I, I got all the answers and my kids are, we deal with so much. There's so much weight and so much pressure. We talked about social media at the beginning, right? What mask am I even wearing? So, so many of us deal with, just this issue of hiding. We're not being real. And in an NFL locker room specifically, I, I experienced it firsthand of seeing guys who I know you're going through stuff. I know you are, but you have to, you're trying to act like you have it all together. You don't. I don't. No, but we're all beautiful and we're all broken. At the end of the day, nobody's perfect. And so what I got a chance to see, you talk about the story of me actually being real in front of my teammates. I was second, second or third practice of, of my eighth year in the NFL. We're in training camp and I just had a lot going on. You talked, we talked earlier about just the kind of sometimes feeling these, this anger or sadness. I had a lot going on. I remember sitting down in the locker room and, and we had just finished a conditioning test. So we ran about 1500 yard sprints. Everybody finished it up and they went inside, took their showers and went to go get some food. And I just sat there, I just sat there. I was, was there's a lot going on. And, and one of my teammates had walked in and he saw me, he said, Hey, Acho, are you good? And usually I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm tired, right? It's been a long day or something, make something up. But I wasn't doing good. And I told him, I said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not doing okay. I'm not. I was honest. I was real. I was authentic. And he looked at me and he said, hey, man, whatever's going on, you got to let it out. Got to let it out. You can't keep it in. And I looked at him because it was one of those moments where it's like, man, you're about to see a side of me you haven't seen before. I didn't know what was going to come out. And he said, let it out. And all of a sudden I started crying, crying, right? Because I'm feeling this weight, this pressure, trying to be perfect and knowing that I'm not, knowing that I can't be, but trying to have all the answers. Just signed this multi-year, multi-million dollar contract. I'm on the field trying to dominate and do my thing. And I'm like, I can't, it's a lot. 
just a lot stuff going on everywhere it's a lot and and uh one of my other teammates had walked in as all this happens and he saw me and the night before i was doing some journaling some writing and listening to some music and 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 the guy walks in the locker room and he sees me and immediately goes to the locker room playlist and changes the playlist from whatever was blaring whether it was country music or rap music whatever was going on to uh to like worship music some of the same songs i was listening to the night before about god's love for me and about like this deal of like hey you don't have to be perfect right and and all of a sudden i start crying even more and, and he looks at me and he says hey sam it's really good to see you it's really good to see you he didn't look at me and shun me or laugh at me or hate on me he said man it's good to see you i've been there before I've been there before. Let it out. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, that's just got to be such a such a great moment to have your your teammates really embrace you when they are seeing you kind of in a moment that is very vulnerable, right? And 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 a locker room is not necessarily conducive to people feeling that way. So that is that is a good sign in the right direction of understanding um, the cohesiveness that can exist when people are able and feel comfortable to be themselves. We have a whole lot more with Sam on Drinks With Thanks. Don't go anywhere, guys. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks with Thanks. We've got NFL player turned author who has many different accolades, Sam Macho here with us on the program. And you're also in your second term as NFLPA vice president. It would be remiss not to ask you about the news this week with Antonio Brown being reinstated in the NFL. He has had problematic behavior and is currently with a pending civil lawsuit with sexual assault and rape to his case. How do you sort of view situations and scenarios like this? Yeah, I was really surprised to see that he got signed. He's back with Tampa Bay now. Funny enough, that's a team I played with last year. I was surprised. He's been suspended the last eight games, and finally he got reinstated to the NFL. But but just because you're reinstated doesn't mean you, you're, you're required to be signed. Now, Bruce Arians, who is a head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, he's a if there were any scenario that may work, if you will, for Antonio Brown, I think that would be the only one that would work. Because B.A. is a guy who, in a lot of ways, you would say is no nonsense. In a lot of ways, is uh, progressive, right? We have have African American coaches and female coaches. I mean, if you know, if you're around him, he knows he gives he, he he's uh, he gives people an opportunity to for redemption, if you will. Uh, but I was a little bit surprised, also because. Uh, BA had said, "Hey, we don't want him. He's not a good fit initially. Year, you know, months months before, and obviously with some injuries and all the things, sometimes it's, you take a chance. And I think if you saw the chance that that uh, was the New England Patriots took a couple months ago, and it didn't work out so well. Uh, and and so I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Obviously, being on NFLPA, uh, one of the, the vice president of NFLPA, it's always interesting to see like how do you obviously I don't make these decisions right. That's more of a Roger Goodell or whatever, but." Where does the brand of the NFL, 
versus the talent of the player. Like how, do, how, do, how does that balance? Right? How does that balance? Right? Because Antonio Brown has really done a lot to damage not only his brand, but the brand of the NFL. But now he's getting another chance. Obviously, there are going to be people. People are so mad about Michael Vick, right? People, there's going to be people who, who, who may never watch a Buccaneers game ever again because of this. And so and I wouldn't blame him in a lot of ways. So, so yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Antonio Brown now that he is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Yeah, I think uh, for for many people, it'll be difficult to separate the fantastic player on the field versus the very problematic person off of the field who is still in an ongoing situation of alleged sexual assaults and rape. So I think that maybe from female fans' perspectives and from others as well, that this uh, this is a difficult one, I think, for us to watch and to be accepted to accept essentially um we don't have a whole lot of time but i would like to ask you we know that you're an author you know that you're working with nflpa do you plan to play in the nfl again yeah we'll see i've been i've been training and staying ready but i've been more excited than anything about the book right about letting people know about the message of what it means to be seen to be known to be loved right that's what the book's all about right because when you obviously a lot of us desire to be loved, but before you can be loved, you got to be, got to be seen before you, you know, seen and known. And so anyways, I'm more excited than anything about the book. I think people saw my, on my social media, I was freaking out when I saw it in Barnes and Noble. Uh, so I'm pumped about, about sharing that message. I've been speaking to some organizations and, and uh, doing some TV stuff, which I really enjoy it. So if I get a call, great, but, uh, but, uh, I got some other exciting stuff that I'm really pumped about. Well, you've already done so many different things, so I can only imagine what things you are excited about and what else you will be doing beyond the football field. We've got to take a final time out on the program, but we'll have more with Sam Macho on Drinks with Banks. Don't go anywhere. What's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, <laughs> but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Hey, everyone. Montal here. I need to check out my brand-new podcast, Let's Be Blunt with Montal. We'll be having kind of conversations about cannabis, wellness, and everyday social issues impacting your everyday life. It's all about empowering you and giving you the information you need to make it through your daily life. There won't be any BS. There won't be any hidden agendas. Just honest, interesting conversations. So make sure you tune in to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's all about a blunt conversation, and that's what we intend to have every day. We've had an awesome time drinking and binking here with NFL player and author Sam Ancho. Sam, where can we find your book? Yeah, so if you want to get my book, you can go to, first of all, go to Target, right? Go to Target. It's available at any single Target. Go there. Go to Barnes & Noble. Or if you want to go online, go to samachobook.com, S-A-M-A-C-H-O-book.com. You can get it there. Also, Amazon. Type in Let the World See You. And if you want to follow me on social media, I'm at the Sam Macho, T-H-E-S-A-M-A-C-H-O. So, uh, man, Julie, I really enjoyed this. I'm excited for y'all to check out this book. I love this conversation. Uh, and thanks for uh, even some of the questions, too. I really appreciated those. Oh, well, Sam, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And I have your book here that I've been reading, and it's great timing for everyone in the holiday season to be able to pick it up um, just in time to be able to give it to someone else so that perhaps they can see the world through 
not wearing a mask, of course, metaphorically, because we want you guys to still wear your masks because we're still dealing with a pandemic. Uh, guys, you can follow all of our Fubo social on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We've got podcasts, shows, clips, the whole thing, because as we said before, the show must go on. Uh, until next time, guys, bottoms up. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.